Welcome to another inspirational podcast from Abundant Life Church, where we believe that God is a good God. He loves you and he wants to bless you. Now join us as we dive into today's message. We have uh, just, just, a, just a little over five hours left of driven. Maybe we should just kind of sit around and bask in that a little bit longer. I don't know. I just, you know, what a great year and season we've had. And I'm excited about tonight as we begin to move into what God has given to us. It's a little different direction in some ways that God has spoken to us. And uh, the country's been through a lot of things. Our nation has been through a lot of things. The church has been through a lot of things. And unfortunately, the church has allowed itself to get pulled into the the nonsense that's going on in our society today. Someone asked me the other day, they said, well, what's your position on the LBGT community? I said, I need to get saved. Yeah. And that's my position. Oh, come on. See, some of us, we get, we get caught what the world system is doing here. You know, you talk about somebody who's got a problem with, uh, with drugs and they're struggling with pornography and they're going, what, need, what, need, what, do, what do you think about them? They need to get saved. See, the church has lost sight of what we're called to do. We're not called to get involved in all this stuff. And we have a word from the Lord, then we need to listen to the word of the Lord. And what breaks my heart is some of you gave up ownership this past year when you were supposed to take ownership. And every year God has given us a word for this house, but only for this house, but for the body of Christ. And, and I'm fascinated that people will come here and you will hear the word of the Lord and later on you'll tell me what God's telling you, which is something totally different from what God gave in the word of the Lord. But yet you're standing in the prayer line. Oh, come on. You'll stay with me in a minute. Say, well, you're coming out pretty harsh tonight. No, I'm coming out tonight because I got a word from the Lord, and I don't want you to miss it. I'm excited about it. We know in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 18, we find these words that are penned. It says, but we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the same spirit. A different translation reads it this way. And that same glory coming from the Lord, who is that spirit, transforms us into his likeness in an even greater degree of glory. This is a year that God says, you've got to get ready to move from glory to glory. You've got to quit living in the old glory and realize there's a new glory. And you can never be like he has called you to be until you're willing to let go of the past and step into the future. And this year is going to be a very futuristic year for you, and it's going to be a very futuristic year for the church, and, and we're going to have to begin to understand some things that we have never understood before. You're going to have to realize that your tradition, if you're not careful, will become your stumbling block. You're so busy trying to prove a point that you forgot what the point was that you're here for. I don't have to get into a, a dissertation with someone. I just have to let Jesus be Lord. Come on, stay with me, folks. You don't save anybody. God saves people. You don't convict anybody. The Holy Spirit convicts people and brings them into the kingdom of God. This year is a year that he said that you're going to be transformed. He's going to transform us into his likeness in an even greater degree of glory. There's a, come on, tell somebody there's a greater degree of glory. That greater degree of glory, the word greater is it means an extent amount. It means intensity above the normal Above the average, come on, tell somebody and say, you can't be average this year. Average is not your friend. Average will not support you. Average will not take care of you. Average will have nothing to do with your future. It'll only keep you in stalemate position. 
This is not a year for the average individual. God did not create you to be average. And as a child of God, we've got to get out of this mindset of being comfortable in the comfort zone and realize children of God are never comfortable in anything but their relationship with Christ. Outside of my relationship with Christ, there is no comfort for me because I'm too busy going out and seeing God move. And if God's going to move, that means I've got to transition and do something along the way. It will be a season of transition. All things will become new. In other words, why don't you try something new? I've got to write some new sermons instead of preaching some of my old ones. I've I, I got to begin to act differently and talk differently and think differently. I've been in ministry 53 years, but this year God said quit looking at the past and start thinking about the future. I've got something new for you in this year. We're going to move into a greater glory and a greater anointing. This is a year that he transforms us into a greater, a greater position in him. It will be a season, we need to understand, a season of transition. All things will become new. It will be a season of growth. Stewardship is going to be required. There is no stewardship, there will be no growth. God is no longer going to just bless you to be blessing you. He's going to bless you with purpose. Consequently, he's going to hold you accountable. Just as we read that Jesus talked about the master who called his servants in and gave them five, two, and one, he said, I'm going to hold you accountable for that which I've given you because I gave you according to your ability. This is a year of stewardship. It's important that we look that this also will be a season of influence. A season of favor for success. It's a season of favor for success. God's not going to give you favor so people will like you. He's going to give you favor so you can be successful. In fact, you will find favor with people who don't like you this year, and that's okay. Don't worry about being, if you will, on the social agenda. Just make sure that at the end of the day that you have signed the contract, that you close the deal, and that you're above and not below, and you're the head and not the tail. This is the year that favors bring success. Incredible season that we're living into. It's a season of transition, a season of stewardship, and a season of influence. The first quarter of this year, and mark this down in 2023, is, is a, it is a quarter in which positioning is going to take place. Positioning means that we are going to be moved into a place in God. And the only way we can get there is through prayer and fasting. God's not going to move you by some sign with a writing on the side of the wall. He's not going to move you by causing the water to turn into blood. He's not going to move you by causing the sun and moon to stand still. He's going to move you when you begin to transition through your prayer and you begin through your, if you will, moving into that area that you're willing to fast for a change. And trust him. It's a year that not only are we going to be, our quarter, we're not going to be positioned, but in this season, we're going to have warfare with great intensity. The church's faith will be tried, especially the first quarter of this year, more than we ever have in our time. Get ready. What the government will do, I have no idea, but I know what the God is saying to me. Get ready for what's going to take place in society. They're coming after the Christians. That's okay. And we know this, that we are going to be ready because prayer and fasting puts us in a position that we can take authority over demonic spirits. Don't be afraid of the demons. <laughs> for they're afraid of you. Second quarter. 
It's a season of change. The second quarter is transition and change. It means it's based upon a mindset and a desire. God spoke to me, Israel. It was amazing. I was down praying. When he spoke this to me, I couldn't believe it. I sat up. I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. He said, the reason there hasn't been change is people don't desire change. It's too easy to accept rather than it is to change. They don't have a desire to do something new. They don't have a desire to step to a higher level. They don't have a desire to grow past where they are. They don't have a desire. That's the reason souls are not saved. That's the reason lives are not changed. That's the reason people are not healed. It's because we've lost our desire to see God move. Transition time. Third quarter is a quarter of identification. It's going to deal with your character. It's going to deal with your lifestyle. Jesus came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. You might have life until it overflows, but the church has done anything but overflow. The church has done anything but walk in the life that I have provided for them. But in this quarter, I'm going to begin to move you, and in your character, you're going to have to begin to love, honor, serve, and obey, and love, honor, serve, and give, and love, honor, serve, and be everything that I've called you to be, and give everything I called you to give, and do everything I called you to do. People are looking at the church as never before, but they want a church with character character and not double-mindedness and in the fourth quarter it's a season for manifestation it's a season for great productivity it's a season of harvest it's a season of overflow it's a season for abundance The church has lived beneath what I've ordained them to live in. The church has accepted what I will never accept. The church has bowed their knee to what you should never bow your knee to. Lest you forget your children of mine. Lest you forget your inheritance is based upon what I have, not what you have. Lest you forget I am the creator of all things. Lest you forget, I've called you to be above and not below. Lest you forget, I've put my spirit in you to quicken your mortal body. Lest you forget, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Lest you forget, I've made you more than a conqueror. Lest you forget, if I be for you, who can be against you? It's a year or a quarter of abundance. I said it's a season, a time that we're going to walk in abundance beyond anything we ever thought possible. In fact, you're going to walk into the abundance that God's going to provide for you as you go through the first three quarters in positioning and preparing yourself for what is to come. That in the fourth quarter, you will begin to have to start planning what you're going to do with the overflow. You've never been this way before. I said, you've never been this way before. You don't understand what overflow is. You don't understand what more than enough. We like to say it because it sounds good, but you've never lived it. You've never been in a position, you woke up and said, my God, what am I going to do with my stuff? That fourth quarter, I'm going to begin to bless people beyond their wildest imagination. I'm going to raise some churches that are going to be multi-millionaires in their churches that are going to move in a direction like they've never had before. 
The very thing that the people have cursed about prosperity preachers this year and the last quarter, they're going to be crying for the prosperity preachers to come in and be able to teach them and to lead them and to guide them because they've not been this way before. This is a season of maturing the church into, into the likeness of who I am. You don't know what you shall be like, but when I shall appear, you will be like me. And I'm telling you, as I look at you, you've got a long way to go to look like me. But this year, I'm going to begin to mature you in a way like you've never been matured. Do not shy away from struggle. Do not shy away from the valley. Do not shy away from the storm. Do not shy away from the enemy. Because this year, I will show you how to walk in victory over every one of them. This year, I will take you to a place you've never been. And you're going to begin to reflect me in a way that you've never reflected me before. He said, if my son can hang on a cross and as a human not look human, but yet when they look at him, what do you look at today? Every church in the world looks at the cross of Jesus. The very thing that people thought would be the stumbling block is the very thing that I'm going to have them look at you and they're going to see the battles you've won, the enemies you defeated, the very obstacles you've overcome and they're going to see my reflection because you didn't move to the left and you didn't move to the right but you stood firm in the middle of the storm. A season of kingdom authority. I said a season of kingdom authority. This is a season of kingdom authority. You're going to have to begin to operate in in an authority that you never had before. Don't be afraid to use the name of Jesus. Don't be afraid to declare the word of the Lord. Don't be afraid to stand in the middle of the storm and say, I don't care if it's lightning. I don't care if it's raining. I don't care if it's flooding. I'm not going to be moved because I am on the rock. This is going to be another year that we've talked about in the past, but this year there is going to be a supernatural move of God and you are going to see a supernatural happenings in every area of our lives. We're going to see it in our families. We're going to see it on the job. We're going to see it in our church. We're going to see it in the stores we go to, the restaurants we eat. So be awake. You're going to sit in a restaurant and somebody's going to say, could you pray for me? And you won't even know them. You're going to be on a plane and somebody's going to go, I need to receive Jesus. Would you lead me in a, to, to know him? Do you know him? Will you tell me who he is? This year, supernatural happenings. You've lived based upon walking down the aisle and get prayed for, but now you're going to walk out from the aisle and you'll be doing the praying and not receiving the prayers. A year of supernatural happenings. It's a year a season that we will walk in a greater glory. That means we'll walk in his presence in a greater fashion, in a greater way. You see, the anointing is the empowerment of the Holy Spirit for you to operate. But the glory is the presence of God in your life so you can be what he created you to be and do what he called you to do. It's a year of his supernatural presence. Get ready. You can be all that you're called to be. It's a season of challenge. I said, it's a season of challenge. Get ready. People that you never thought will come into your life and challenge you. But don't worry about it. It's just a season. Everybody say season. You know what I love about seasons? They come and go. It's a season of victory. I said, it's a season of victory. 
It's a season we're going to overcome. It's a season the very enemies that have plagued you through years is going to fall before you this year. It's the very thing that some of you have believed for years and you've prayed about for years and nothing has happened. This year, victory is coming to your doorstep. It's going to go back, yay, four years, five years, ten years. It's going to go back in your life. And I have not forgotten the prayer you prayed. I've not forgotten the seed you sowed. I've not forgotten the thing that you've asked me for. But it is a season now. All of that shall now come to pass. It's a season of sowing. Hmm. Season of sowing. I said, Lord, what, you know, I've always preached sowing. That's what I do. I, lest you forgot, I wrote a book, Significant Seed Perpetual Harvest. I was tutored by some of the greatest men in God about sowing, Dr. Or Roberts and Dr. John Avazini. I know all about this sowing stuff. He said, no, you've never had a season of sowing. This is not any season. This is a season to sow of your time, your talent, your energy. It's a season for you to do what you've never done. It's a season that whatever you sow, the harvest is on its way. Everybody say season. season. Think about that the next time somebody asks you to do something, you go, no, I'm busy. Well, you just missed a part of your season. I got news for you folks. You better get ready to start sowing. It's a season of multiplication. It's not going to come back ones and twos. It's not going to come back added up. It's coming back in multiples. Why is that? God said, because I gave men the ability not to operate in addition. I gave them the ability to go forth and be fruitful and multiply, not go be fruitful and add. It's a season of reaping. Ooh. I thought about that, and then God began to bring me back. And when Dr. O. Roberts told me, I said, what's the biggest problem with the church? He said, they leave their harvest in the field. How do they leave their harvest in the field? He said, well, as I give seed to the sower, then I supply their need until the harvest comes in. The problem is most people think my supply is their harvest. It's not their harvest. It's just something to sustain you till the harvest gets here. So people take the supply, have their need met, but they never fulfill what God called them to do because they've been need-based rather than seed motive, uh, if you will, focused. This is time to sow, folks. This is a season of harvest. He said, this year what you sow, you're going to reap. We'll get into that in just a moment. But he said, this year is a season. It's a season of, of, of reaping. It's a season of blessing. That bothered me a little bit. You ever get, get around people and somebody says something to you and you start, well, that couldn't be me because I do this, I do this, I do this. That lets you know you're falling short. See, if you know that you're where you're supposed to be, you don't have to respond. I don't have to tell somebody I'm a blesser. I don't have to talk about what a blessing I am. I'm known by my blessing. Ooh. And if you're in Christ, you're Abraham's seed and heir according to the blessing. What's the blessing that other people will benefit in your presence? Other people will benefit by your involvement. Other people will benefit by your touch. Other people will benefit by what you speak. You see, wherever you go, you're blessed to be a blessing. This is a season now that we move into a blessing that we need to understand. We've never lived in the blessing. We've always wanted to be blessed. You're not called to be blessed. You're called to be a blessing. 
I've already blessed you with all spiritual blessings. I've already given you the keys to the kingdom. I've already said that greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. I've already given you my word by which you can operate in this world system. I've already empowered you that you can be fruitful, multiply, and replenish. What are you doing looking for a blessing? You be the blessing and let me bring the harvest. Hmm. Not a year of moments. <laughs> this is not a year of moments. This is a year of movement. Most of us live by the moments. God said, quit living by the moments, live with a movement. The movement has many moments. I refuse to let the moment define me. I refuse to let the moment make me happy or sad. I refuse to let the moment dictate to my life. I'm, I'm moving with God. When I move with God, these blessings shall overtake you. I'm not looking for moments to happen. Moments are looking for me to happen. Not a year of circumstance, but a year of possibilities. Quit looking at what you can do. If you can do it, stop it. And start moving into the dimension that you have to depend on me. A year of possibilities. It's not a year for defense. But it's a year of influence. Quit trying to defend your faith. And use your faith to influence. Not a year of loss. But it's a year of growth. Well, look, look, look what happened this past year. Look what happened in, in our society. Look at what's going on. It's not a year of loss. What do you care what's going on in the economy? And I, I know this sounds weird to some of you people. And I love you with all of my heart. But I got news for you. If God's going to take care of the children of Israel and he's going to give them manna to eat every day and he's going to give them quail to fly in to feed them every day, if he's going to put, if you will, flesh in a raven's mouth to feed the prophet and put him by the river brook, if he's going to cause the woman's her meal and oil to multiply, if he's going to cause the loaves and fish to multiply, what are you worried about? This is a great season for us. I said this is a great season for us. It's not a year of loss. It's a year of growth. It's not a year of acceptance, but a year of success. 2023 will put a demand on your time. It'll put a demand on your talent it will get, and, and on your giving. And I will put a demand on the harvest of seeds that you have sown. I hear people all the time say, put a, heart, put a demand on your seed. God said, don't do that. You just sow, I'll put the demand on it. You can't keep the promise, I am the promise. I never said that you would not be mocked. I said I would not be mocked. I never said that, you never let you say that what I sow, I'm going to reap. I said what you sow, you're going to reap. I said, give, and it will be given back to you. Pressed down, shaking together, running over in good measure. I said that you will scatter and will increase. This year, this, this year, we've got to get this thing right in our heart and in our spirits. God said, I will put a demand on the seeds you have sown. I will put a hand, demand on the seeds 
that you have sown. Be careful of your words, they're seeds. Be careful of your actions, they're seeds. Be careful of your reactions in particular, they are seeds. I give you my word this year, I will supernaturally multiply everything you sow, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I will not go back on my word. What you sow, I will multiply. That's almost frightening. John 14, 12 says, most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. Greater works than these he will do because I go to my father. I said, Lord, I'm reading this thing and I, I see what you're saying here. He says, as a child of God, I've never called you to be normal. I've never called you to be normal. I put seeds of greatness in you and I empowered you for greatness. Your heritage is to change the world, not imitate it. Your heritage is to change the world and not imitate it. Do not walk in fear. Do not walk in intimidation. Do not walk as the world walks. As I've already commanded you, be not conformed to the world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You see, this year, your biggest battle is going to be in your head and not in your heart. For your heart has proven that you want to be in my presence, you're here tonight. But your head is going to fight your heart with everything it can to get you out of my presence and out of my promises. But this year, be not conformed. But allow yourself to be transformed. Allow yourself to be changed. Allow yourself to become new again. By the renewing of your mind. It's the year of greatness. And God is saying to us, I want to pull it out of you this year. But are you ready to get in position so I can bring the transition so that you can be the influence I've called you to be? We're not to imitate the world. We are to literally infect it with God's presence, God's power, and God's glory. That's the word of the Lord for 2023. Thank you for listening. We trust that what you heard today has encouraged you to live the abundant life. For more information about our ministry, please visit us on our website, AbundantLife.tv, or follow us on Instagram at AbundantLife underscore TV and Facebook at Come to Life. And remember, God is a good God. He loves you and he wants to bless you.